Welcome. I'm Lauren Ash, and you're listening to the Black Girl in Ohm podcast. Black Girl in Ohm exists to hold and catalyze healing within Black women around the world on their unique journeys towards wholeness. We support the necessary transformation, spiritual awakening, consciousness shifts, and intergenerational healing occurring within the diaspora. This podcast is a warm embrace, soothing realness, and conscious girl talk. Come into conversation with me and our spirit-centered guests. Let the journey begin. Hey y'all, hey community. I want you to close your eyes and just picture a sisterhood that's filled with thousands of journeyers just like you, lifting one another up, spiritual teachers, thought leaders, wellness practitioners pouring into you with their insights. Open your eyes and you should probably head over to blackgirlhome.com because we have this community for you. The Circle sources our members with empowering guides, divinely ordained connections, and culturally aligned resources for you as you expand into your most authentic self. I'm so grateful that enrollment is open and it won't be for long, so be sure to head over to blackgirlnome.com and check out The Circle. I'm just so excited. I feel like this is going to be literally like our phone call catch-ups, which is so great. (laughs) Which is perfect. That's exactly how I want it to be. I mean, you're one of those people who I feel like I have been sent as a direct mirror of the experiences that I'm going through, particularly like the lessons, right? Like our experiences might be different, but we're oftentimes learning the same lessons at the same time in our life. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for you. Likewise. (laughs) I think it's also special because this is the first conversation in a while with someone who is also on the Black Girl and Ohm team. So it's a glimpse for our listeners into another one of the dynamic women who are contributing to all of the beautiful impact that is received around the world. So Taylor, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm so grateful to be a part of the experience of Black Girl in Ohm. And I'm just so happy to take some time to talk and chit chat and just really dig deeper into all of the happenings in my life and in all of the areas. Yes, yes. I mean, let's just start with this simple but profound question of who you are (laughs) in this moment and how you feel yourself unfolding and expanding. Yes. I love that you said who you are in this moment, because I find that I am quite frankly changing very rapidly in the state, and I very much embrace that. So thank you for opening that way. Um, So to give a little background about me, I'm an artist. My art is photography. I document beautiful women, and I just showcase them in an authentic way. So I always tell my subjects, you know, my camera is my tool, and it's a mirror, And I'm only reflecting back what I see. So I really want to give women a safe space to be themselves and to also just really step into all the parts of them. You know, a lot of times we we show the world who we want to be portrayed as, but sometimes we hide those shadow sides, those darker parts. So I'm really working in my process to expand women's point of view and their perception of self so that they can be who they want to be in front Mm -hmm. of the camera. So photography for me has always been something really experimental and it's very in the moment it's always changing for me in my art and as I dig deeper into my artistry I'm realizing that it's not even just photography so lately I've really picked up on writing a lot and it's just been so phenomenal to see how like my thoughts and my downloads go straight from my mind to pen to paper and how they just reveal so many parts of me that sometimes just get jumbled up in my brain, you know? So the writing has just been this new aspect. And lately I'm really thinking about finding ways to combine the mediums of photography and words and creating photo books and experiences and things. So right now I'm just really 
in a sense of being here in New Orleans feels like my artist residency. So I'm using this space to really just let the art flow through me and not so much worry about what it looks like and how many likes it gets and all that. So I'm just um, being intentional about the process and just the creations in general. I love everything you said, particularly what jumped out to me was talking about how you relocating to New Orleans and viewing that as an artist residency. Um, I think a lot of times when we talk about all that has been coming up for us this year, there's this conversation about, you know, we thought this year was going to go a certain way and it's not, right? 2020 has canceled that kind of energy to it. And certainly there's a lot of pain and a lot of literal death that has happened this year in ways that are hard for all of us to accept and embrace. But slash and I think it's beautiful that you, I mean, you just spoke to what it means to claim your own opportunities and create your own opportunities. You said, I'm moving there and this is my artist residency. I'm going to create <laughs> my own experience around what it means to move to this place that I feel has been spiritually calling me. And yes. I think it's also beautiful that, you know, you just named that you're an artist first and foremost, and that you have such a clear purpose and intention with your art. And this year has also <laughs> lended itself to allow all of us to express, right? Express our emotions, express our truth, express our pain, express our joy in the midst of all of it. Mm. And so it's beautiful to see the ways that you've been like leaning into the energy, the intense AF energy of this year <laughs> yes. and to really make something beautiful of it. So let's actually talk about your journey to New Orleans a little bit because, you know, I was led to relocate this year. You were led to relocate this year. So many people in our community listening right now can relate to this idea of relocation, of returning home, of making a new home. Like there's mm-hmm. so many themes of movement, migration, and home this year. And so, yeah, yeah, let us in a little bit about your journey with that. Of course. So in August of 2019, I moved to Atlanta and I was moving from Louisiana to Atlanta. And it was always my biggest dream. My biggest goal in life was to say, hey, I need to and I want to live out of the state of Louisiana. So bam, your girl moves out to Atlanta and all of these beautiful opportunities are coming my way. I'm shooting like Tyler Perry red carpets and shooting just all of these just monumental people and just all of these different gigs. I mean, I shot events, I shot lifestyle influencers, so many different things. Megan. And Megan, thanks <laughs> for the reminder. <laughs> that was a huge one for me. Shout out to our girl, Protect Black Women. Yes. Um, so, you know, loved Atlanta and was having a great time. And then the pandemic hit and I was in my apartment alone, you know, and I had a lot of time to reflect about, okay, what is it that you want? Where do you want to be? So I started journaling about it. I started writing and I just started thinking and like looking within to see, you know, is it that I need right now? Who do I need also? And like, where do I want to be? So the biggest thing about being in Atlanta was that I didn't have a big community built up just yet of like a friend group. I made some wonderful friends out there. Shout out to my beautiful friends, Morgan and Fatima out there and Alasia who just were always there for me in every single moment. But I, something was telling me, you know, to be closer to those that I know, closer to those that I love. And my lease is coming up. And I said, you know what, like, let me flip through my journals. Where do I want to be? You know, where am I being called? And honestly, New Orleans has always had a special place in my heart. So my mom is from the West Bank. So it's like the other side of New Orleans, um, the area here. Always spent a lot of time out there. And throughout my entire life, there's something about this city that I feel like has been calling my name. And I look back, like I said, and read a bunch of journal entries. And so many times New Orleans just kept on popping up. Like, I just kept getting these little signs. Also, that's where I met you, too. It's literally where me and Laura met. I met you there. (laughs) Literally, exactly. And, you know, my lease was up and I said, okay, Taylor, make a list. I made the list and that didn't help. And then I just felt like I was trying to find a reason to force myself to stay in Atlanta. And I said, 
I'm going to take away the expectations of other people. I'm not going to worry about what anyone has to say about, oh, you just moved to Atlanta. You're moving back now. I'm going to be where I want to be. And I'm going to be led by what spirit tells me to do. And it was telling me, go to New Orleans. And I think a lot of people see moving backward as like, a lack of progress. But for me, it wasn't even moving backward. It was just de- stepping into a new space in my life, you know, just stepping into, like I said, my artist's residency, you know, I've never really given yes. my time to just create for creation's sake, for art's sake. Yes. So being here has really allowed me to do that. Yes. I think it's so powerful too, Taylor, that to help you make the decision, you looked to you. You looked at your own self as your source of wisdom and knowledge and insight. You returned to your journal. And this is why I'm also so passionate about journaling and documenting our lives as we're living it. It's for multiple purposes, including while we're still in this lifetime, we ourselves can look back and get what we need from ourselves. Like, our former selves <laughs> leaves breadcrumbs for our present self and our future self and then our future generations too. Perfectly said. It goes just back into me always taking the time to meditate on trusting myself. And I would like write that down so much. Trust yourself, trust yourself. And every time I dig deeper into trusting myself, I know that I can't go wrong. Yes. I just know that I can't go wrong. Yes. Ugh. Oh, yes. And I know this isn't going to turn into a human design conversation. I promise. That's another (laughs) podcast episode. (laughs) But you and I are both manifesting generators with a sacral authority. And it's so powerful to know the I feel like low key we the best, you know. (laughs) You know, shameless plug. No, the thing about human design, every type has a purpose, which is to bring heaven on earth. And we all have to be embodied in our purpose. But I feel like when I say we're the best, I think I get really excited about what it means to vision and imagine. And I know that you do as well. So once you got clear on, okay, yes, New Orleans it is. Yes, I'm going to trust myself. Then didn't you start visioning and imagining what that would actually look like and feel like within your body? Yes. So I just started to look at these places and houses and I kept saying, you know, I want to live in a house. Like I want to, I don't, I'm tired of living in an apartment. I want a yard. I want a porch. No, that's what I said multiple times. I want a porch that I could hang out on and read and talk to neighbors. So I was beginning to look on Zillow and all these places looking for the perfect house. And I knew that I wanted a backyard and I knew that I wanted this porch where I could sit down, write, eat my breakfast, talk to my neighbors. So I just started to like visualize that and, you know, continue to look on Zillow. But one night when I was up way too late, maybe around 2 a.m., I saw a friend of mine who I follow post an Instagram story that she needed a roommate. So I instantly messaged her and, you know, we had a few virtual FaceTime house tours and we had a few calls and I took a little time to think it over, took a few days and something just snapped and it told me, you know, this is my house, this is my porch and this is where I need to be. And literally now every morning I go on that porch and I write my morning pages and I wave across at my neighbor, Mr. T and I tell him hi every morning. (laughs) And it's just so sweet and so beautiful because just not even that long ago, honestly, just a few months ago, I was thinking about this moment and here I am fast forward right now. It's reality. I love it. I love it because you allowed yourself the permission of getting specific with your dream, right? Yeah. So you said, I'm moving to New Orleans. I'm going to live in this artist residency chapter of my life that I'm creating. And my place is going to have a porch. And that also helps you know that the place that presented itself to you was the one because it had that key element to it. A lot of times I think when we vision or dream, first of all, I think a lot of us have been conditioned to think that we can't vision and dream. So there's that, Mm -hmm. right? Especially as black women, it's like you get what you get and that's it and be happy with it, right? Mm -hmm. But those of us who do dare to vision, dare to dream and who reclaim that, then for us to remember that we can get as specific as we want. And sometimes the specificity is actually symbolic, right? Like, for example, 
If you're calling in a partner and you say that, you know, you want them to, I don't know, have chocolate skin. Sometimes it's just <laughs> right. like, I just want to make sure I'm with someone from the diaspora, period. Right. <laughs> or like yes. if someone, you know, owns a motorcycle, it's like you want someone with an adventurous spirit. But sometimes that yes. specificity is like. It will present itself to you, and you're like, dang, I really do be magic out here. I really do be conjuring out here. And it's almost scary when it's super specific. You're like, the exact thing that I imagined came to life. So that's something that I tell a lot of my friends now, a lot of my, you know, people in my community, please be specific about everything, not even just your house, but also your job, the opportunities that you want, because even with opportunities I've learned, you know, they're not all for me and that's okay. Like they might be better fitted for someone else. Same with relationship partners, same with friendships. So just be specific in all areas of your life. And it's so helpful because it kind of helps Helps you just kind of like be able to say, hey, that is cool, but that's not in alignment for me. Yes. Yes. So I'll pass, you know, yes. but with love, but with love always. So Oof. be specific. Yes. Hey, y'all. Lauren here. I am swooping in with a special note about today's episode sponsor, Organifi. If you've been looking to incorporate superfoods into your everyday lifestyle, I highly recommend this plant-based nutritional solution to allowing us to be more supported and at ease and feeling good in our bodies. Their red juice is something that I'm currently loving. Maybe I've spoken to this in the show before. I'm not quite sure, but I cannot do caffeine. <laughs> but that being said, I actually do need a lot of support to maintain my energy throughout the day. Organifi Red Juice is great because it has zero caffeine, but it is set up with potent adaptogens, antioxidants, and even a clinical dose of cordyceps, which is an amazing supportive mushroom to support my energy throughout the day. It tastes like berries. It's really great. All you have to do is pour it into plain water. There's no need for a blender, although you can add it to smoothies and not only does it help support your energy it can even feel like your energy has increased so that you can get what you need to get done in the day done i really really love the fact that all organifi products are usda organic dairy-free vegan, non-GMO, and 100% organic whole food. If you're interested in trying their red juice or any other Organifi products, head over to Organifi.com slash BlackGirlAndOm. Again, Organifi.com slash BlackGirlAndOm. And guess what, y'all? You get 20% off. If you give it a try, let us just know. We've been talking a lot about love lately, a lot about relationships lately. Yes. How do you trust yourself or how have you been learning to practice trusting yourself in matters of relationships, like intimate relationships? Yes, that is beautiful. Wow. It's a lot of learning, but it's also a lot of unlearning and realizing that I cannot believe that, you know, past situations are now the same as future situations. So I find that in a lot of my dating experiences, I've had a times where I would always want to compare it to something that happened in the past. Oh, well, last time somebody did this, this happened. So my mind would automatically assume that that is true. And I had to start, you know, really reevaluating my thoughts. And that's just subconscious trying to like tell you what I know is this. So it has to be this. So I've really been taking the time to you know allow myself to trust people mm-hmm. and to trust that they are who they say they are especially after people are showing you that you mm-hmm. know and being open and it's like until someone does something outside of that trust then I can question that but as long as they're presenting themselves as who they say they are I'm going to take their word for it in a sense and, and that can be hard and that can be scary but I think it's important that you you know do not compare people to past relationships yes. and past experiences and another thing with trusting also there's a lot of patience when it comes to trusting you know mm-hmm. and not rushing into things with people and really allowing yourself to get to know people yes. for who they are and not for who you see them to be on social media or from what you've heard about them so i've been definitely taking a lot of time to get to know people and just build a friendship you know build a companionship yes. and to just uh, 
try to ask myself, do I like being around this person? And do I like the way that I feel when I'm around this person? Not so much of they make me feel this way, but how do I feel genuine? Or do they like me? That's yes. That's it. Do they like me? No. How do I feel? Yes. You know? We have been so conditioned to be so wrapped up and almost obsessive in what the other person thinks about us. And <sighs> reclaiming the gaze to our own experience is yes. so powerful. Girl, I I don't even know if I told you this, but recently met this guy in the park. I'm going to put myself on blast, okay? <laughs> recently met it. this guy yes, in the park. <laughs> and, you know, he was cute or whatever. And I decided to give him my number. Number one, why? Because our conversation was I, right? But, like, no. Like, no. It was only because, A, he was cute, and, B, I was bored, right? right. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. I told you I'm putting myself on blast, right? You know, we had like one phone call. I was like, what's happening here? Why is this happening? Like going back to human design, my sacral was not expanding, right? There was no activity mm. in my physical body around this connection. I was like, I feel like I'm wasting my time and energy, right? Which Honestly, yes. If you're not feeding me, if you're not expanding <laughs> me, if you're not nourishing and giving life into me, then you are inherently taking away from it. And I don't have time. Period. I don't have time. Right. But we all fall. We get back up. Right. So. Yes. I am not going to lie. I did meet up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Told y'all I'm putting myself on blast. The um, tea is hot. <laughs> I basically allowed this man to buy me dinner at this place that I was going to eat at anyway. Same thing. The whole time I was like, I'm so bored. What is happening here? And then I realized, you know what? This is actually an experience that you manifested so that you can get comfortable with expressing to someone that you're not feeling them, but in a way that's still respectful. <sighs> so important. Expressing your needs and desires also includes telling someone when it's a no. Look, you are reading my mind. You're in my head right now because that's a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is learning how to express the those moments when I find out that this isn't what I want. Girl, you know, can I tell the testimony? Please continue. So we I need said, to hear it. and then you go in, girl, because I see something's <laughs> happening over there, too. So I said, it was really great meeting you. You're really sweet. I wish I felt a stronger connection, but I have to be honest that I don't. And I certainly don't want to lead you on in any way. So it felt important to be honest. Do you want to see what this man sent to me? What is this? A meme? This man. Oh, see, he was not it. Sent oh. <laughs> a gift back of these black men celebrating. So I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wait. But how funny is that? I cannot believe. How funny is that? That is hilarious. And that goes back into you trusting yourself. Yes. Because imagine if you would have dragged this on and would have continued. This man is not on the level with Me you. Me 10 years ago. <laughs> Me 10 oh, years ago. Not even 10. Goodness. I'm being generous. I'm being real generous. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know what it's like to be like, well, I'll speak for myself. I've very much been yes. conditioned to be really this energy of nice right of like being like <laughs> niceness right let's get into it and it's like let me just be real so that we can all go about our lives and get what we want and desire exactly you know so why did that hit home for you taylor <laughs> that just was so like i'm still baffled by the meme the gift wow uh, but going back to needs and desires and being able to speak them that is really much a part of the the inner child work and healing Oof. that i'm doing right now for myself Girl. because i've realized you know I have this way of suppressing all of my sad emotions or my anger emotions or my my no, my no muscle does not get flexed enough. Taylor. So I have been working on flexing my no muscle. And you know what happens when you say that I, hey, I want to work on this. You start receiving tests. Yep. Yes. So I have been receiving tests now that I'm trying to learn to flex my no muscle. And that's in all areas, but also in relationships. So, you know, like you said, you meet people sometimes. And I very much now am in a place where I can know very soon whether or not this is a yes or a no. And, you know, I definitely listen to the signs. Like, I listen to the way my body feels yes. around people. I listen to, you know, am I a 
comfortable with being my authentic self in front of this person? You know, does this person ask me questions to get to know me better? And all of those things that just kind of help open up the relationship. So I'm definitely at a space now where like I have to learn to say no. And it's so uncomfortable for me. But the more I do it, the more just in alignment that I feel with myself. It it just feels so good. And it's so necessary that we learn to be able to say, you know what, this relationship does look good on paper. You know, I am attracted to this person. They may have some great qualities, but they just aren't for me. And, and that's okay because you, you're always calling in. And that's an abundance mentality. Exactly. That's an abundance mentality. It's like, not this, yay. I can't wait to see who else is here for me who is a yay, who is a yes, you know? Exactly. Rather than, oh, this was the only possibility. Oh, God, I'm so glad I'm finally getting out of that mindset. So glad. Like, it's just powerful when you see that. It's just a limitless world out there. There are limitless partners. And, like, when you really take that time to just say no, you're essentially calling in that person that is right for you and that's fit for you because you know when you say Say it again (laughs) (laughs) you know when you say yes to these people that just are wasting your time you're slowing down that process so you got to get out of your own way yes you got to get out of your own way and you know sometimes it's okay to like have fun you meet somebody and it was fun for a moment but you got to know when it's time to keep it moving and to do what's right for you as you know, I've been taking this conscious relationship class, and yes. I don't know if you started it yet. Have you started it? Not yet, but it's on my list. It is so powerful. And this coach, I'll link it in the show notes so everyone can get their lives because it is free. Thank God. She actually says to invite the no. So when you're getting Ooh. to know someone, when you're you know dating, or maybe it's just like you know that pre-dating where you're just chatting all the time and getting to know one another, sussing each other out, invite the no. So it's like, I am into this. Are you into that? Exactly. I am dreaming up a partnership that has these qualities in it. How does that sound to you? Rather than not talking about any of those things, having small talk, y'all, small talk, I had to leave that in 2019. Let it go. I tried. I can't do it. I can't do it. So you're either going to get with my intensity and my clarity or you're not. <laughs> exactly. And there are going to be people who are into that, yes. that intensity and who, who want to open up and have those conversations that are intellectual and that are mind blowing. There are people who want to have that. So there's no need to feel like you have to lower your vibrations to match somebody else. It should always be you meeting each other. Yes. Yes. And even elevating each other, you know, but yes. never lowering. Yes. Never lower. I feel like this just inadvertently turned into a relationship podcast conversation, which <laughs> neither did. of us expected <laughs> at all. I know that's that, girl talk, though. No, for real, for real. Like I'm not. I'm also not surprised <laughs> that that's where at we all. ended up going. But I know that you know this is a part of self discovery, which is what you wanted to, to deepen into today. How else have you been learning about yourself and discovering yourself this year? Yes. So I've been asking myself a lot of questions about what feeds my soul and in what ways can I get closer to that? Because in a sense, we're, we're either getting closer to who we want to be or who we are or we're getting farther away from it. So I'm always looking for the things that help me feel closer to who I am at all times. So it's little things, honestly. Um, lately, it's been taking small walks in nature, especially around neighborhoods, but also taking those walks with friends and, nice. and community. Like I said, that's one of the, a big reason why I was ready to move to New Orleans and kind of come back to Louisiana is I was wanting to be surrounded by deep community because I, I felt like when I was here, I don't think that I, that I took advantage of it as much as I did before, but a pandemic will remind you, you should really talk to your friends and your loved ones <laughs> and appreciate them in those time and moments. So I've been having a lot of deep discussions and walks with people. Beautiful. I've been reading. I've been listening to music. I've been, you know, I'm about to order a watercolor paint palette because something keeps telling me every single day, you should paint. You need to paint. You need to paint. I used to do that a lot as a kid. And those small little messages or how you really get closer to discovering what you want in life or who you are. So it's really about 
just listening and and finding time to be still so that you can hear those things and, and writing down every little idea. So I have journals all over my house now, like one on my desk, one in my room. So anything that comes to me now, I instantly write it down because I realized like, okay, like this is a sign, like I need to tap into this a little more. And it's just really beautiful to discover that as much as I'm changing and shifting, it's more about me becoming more grounded in who I've always been. It's yes. the same little girl that loved to paint and draw and create and craft. And and now she just wants to come back out and she wants to play and she wants to do all these things. Yes. And it, it's just really profound to, to see it every single day. Yes. I mean, we're going to have to have our watercolor dates because, you know, I've been watercoloring <laughs> yes, this year, too. I did see that. Yes. So we can have our catch-ups now while we paint. That would be cute. I feel like both of our inner childs would like that, too. They would love that. Little Taylor, little Lauren. That's adorable. (laughs) I love it. But you're absolutely right. Those seeming random ideas about how to invest our time and energy are not at all. That is our spirit communicating through a whisper, and it's our responsibility to say yes. And I think sometimes we think that it, doesn't matter compared to the things that we've already said yes to. But shifting and rearranging the life that we've been living to accommodate for those whispers will create such beautiful expansion in ways that we can't even imagine. You know, like, had I not listened to the whisper of deepening into my yoga practice through signing up for yoga teacher training, Black Girl No wouldn't even exist right now. Period. Exactly. Period. You know, there are so many other things, too, that I could list in the way of impact that has been made on a big level through Black Girl and Ohm that was a seeming random download. And like you, I write everything down and especially my dreams. And only in the past year, I mean, you saw my dream journal when I visited you last year, but like I literally started writing down my dreams. So I, I don't remember who it was, but someone said, get a journal that is specific for your dreams, specific for when you wake up in the middle of the night or when you wake up in the morning, writing those downloads down. And that has changed my life. I've actually had prophetic visions of other people in wow. my life, you know, from dreams. Wow. I mean, you included. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> but then you had one for me and you told me about exactly. it. Yes. So it's also like... It's our responsibility to find the ways that we can say yes to the ideas that we have that relate to our purpose that also then if we say yes, bless others. Same thing with the dream world. It's such a blessing, you know, such a blessing. And one thing that I'm finding to the more that I, you know, dig into my self-discovery process is that I'm always so fascinated how. I'm very much okay with my life looking different tomorrow or next week, as long as it accommodates my dreams and my visions and where I'm moving towards. You know, I used to be a person that was just afraid of change and I never wanted things to be different. I wanted them to stay the same, but I've realized now that, you know, I'm not going to be who I am a year from now, I'm not going to be in the same place, have the same mindset. And the more that I, I learn about myself, I'm able to see, you know, I'm creating my own little chapter, you know, so I'm Aquarius rising. So we are just individualistic and we just want to like defy status quo. So I'm very much learning that life does not have to look like anyone or anything I've ever seen before, you know? And I think that goes back into like looking at beautiful artists from the past. Like I always look at like Frida Kahlo or Carrie Mae Weems. And you're like, these women, we look up to them so much. And we're like, I want my life to be like that and to to have all these things. But you right now, the story's already being written about all of us and like all the art that we're making in Black Girl and Ohm and all the things that we're doing. Like the stories are being written right now. And it's just all about us following and listening to our intuition Mm -hmm. to create that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to compare it to anyone else's. It doesn't have to look like anything else. It just needs to be your own. And you step completely into that. And to celebrate it. That's one thing I'm trying to do more. And it's been challenging. I don't think people outside looking in would know that about me. But like, it's really challenging for me to simply relish and celebrate and enjoy my life as I'm living it, you know, Mm. because I've been so conditioned as many of us have been to always focus on the next thing. So like literally a few days ago, I was talking with my friend Michael and 
I was just like on the couch, you know, sad, talking to him about something. And I made a comment about like a partnership that I was working on. And he was like, wait, sis, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I just did this thing. And he's like, wait, that's really big. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. And then I'm like, oh, why do I not? Why do I not celebrate? Why am I not present? And he's like, you know that this is your struggle. You know that this is like your thing. Like he's known me for... I think about six years now and he's seen that and I'm just like that is my that is one of my greatest um, opportunities I'll call it in my life and I think that hopefully others can relate like we are meant to be (laughs) deeply present and deeply joyful and deeply celebratory at every aspect of our unfolding and anything that every single aspect yeah and like everything that is blocking us from that we have to question you know and -hmm. whether it's comparison which I certainly get caught up in for no reason (laughs) whether it's everybody you know dwelling on the past and what I could have done differently again futile whether it's overly thinking about the future Again, that's none of my business. <laughs> none. I'm supposed to be deeply present and excited about the fact that I'm talking with Taylor S. Hunter right now. Right? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Tonight, yes. when I do... Oh, I'm getting a massage tonight. Hey. Oh, I'm supposed yes. to be deeply that. relishing that massage. Not thinking about what's happening after. Not thinking about my day. Just in the moment. Because the moment in is the really moment. it. And the moments are so fleeting that if you let them pass by, then they're just, uh, they're memory. You know, they're better when you celebrate it in that moment. But I have that same issue of like, you just forget what you've done. You forget where you've been. And then when you're in that present moment, you're like, oh, I did this thing. I'm doing this thing. And it's just like, sis, like you're doing the things you imagine, the things that you vision right now. I (laughs) I knew that sounded familiar. (laughs) (laughs) You're literally doing them. So we have to celebrate that. And also just celebrating friends and reminding our sisters that too. That's what I've just really been deeply rooted in lately is community and support and connection. Because a lot of times I'm like, I got to do it all on my own and I got to be independent. And something I read on Instagram was that being overly independent is a trauma response. And I can't think that out of my head at this point because it is you know and there's a point when I said Taylor like you don't have to do it all on your own and if you need help support or just even like someone to look over something that you created to tell you like hey this looks good you know continue to do this just ask people you have friends and community for a reason and especially as an artist it's very easy to get into this mindset of being like a very lonely artist and just always being you and your work and no one else. But I'm learning now to invite people into my space, into my art world so they can give me that little push because to be quite frank, sometimes I need that. Yes, I need it. Sometimes I I need it. I need support around my book that I'm writing, which is certainly an artistic project. And yes, it has been pages. (laughs) Oh, wow. I should. I should. I mean, I'm just grateful for my agent who literally for two years has just been like, it's going to come when it's going to come. That's beautiful. No pressure. No pressure. Mm. Other people would pressure. Where's the book? Where's the chapter? But she knows that I've had to live these particular chapters in life in order to even write what this first book is going to be right exactly i I still know that there's ways that i can invite more of my people into it and ways that are going to help nourish me so that it can come nourish that is the key word right there you need that nourishment yes and that reminder and i've been reading this book finding water by julia cameron she has the artist way and all these books and she has been really reading me every single day (laughs) every single morning she's like did you reach out to a friend for support and love and I'm like okay I hear you I hear you (laughs) I mean Taylor I just got a vision I feel like you're gonna write those books you're gonna write those books for black women (sighs) wow wow Yes, I could see that because I keep on saying I want to write a book. I want to write a book. When's the book going to come? And I'm like, Taylor, you can start writing it now. You literally you know, I can. Am writing it. I am writing it right now. The it's, thing it's is, in progress. it's already written. Just like because you and I have Ooh. similar practices. I have almost 30 journals and half of them are from the past two years of my life. My wow. books plural are already written it's about compiling it together which sometimes looking back can feel a little painful because i'm like wow i am Mm -hmm. part of myself wow i really don't be celebrating my journey or celebrating myself enough in all my complexities but that's also where like the medicine for other people comes in when we're able to illuminate that 
Yes, that is the medicine. And that is the things that people find that nourishment in. Oh, this is so good. This is good. I'm excited now. See, I just knew that this was going to be something. <laughs> Literally, because, you know, I'm a self-taught artist. So I didn't take any photography courses in college. You know, everything has been me, my camera, experience, YouTube, tutorials here and there. But lately, I've been very much more focused on process, more than I've been focused on result. And now that I've been deepening that part, it's just like, what have I been doing wow. all this time? Which is okay. Which is okay. I'm not being beating myself up about it, you yes. know, because you, you have to learn one day. But now that I'm able to really think more about the process, it's just really changing the way that I even interact act with my clients and before they even show up to a shoot or just the whole A to Z process of how I even need to be in a certain mindset before I shoot. You know, I need to meditate and really channel some specific energy before I even get behind a camera for myself and for my own journey. And it's just really wonderful now that I'm able to see inspiration, in everything around me, because, you know, we're always just like, I feel uninspired. I don't know where to find the inspiration, but you, you have to really be alert and aware so that you can be accessible to receive that inspiration. Yes. So I'm really always setting myself up daily now to just be ready to find inspiration from the smallest thing. Like one thing right now that's been inspiring is just like my, my plants or I've been just eating a lot more colorfully and healthy and just looking at the food and even creating the food and cooking the food. I'm finding inspiration from that yes. now. And it's just very eye-opening when you kind of open your eyes to all the beauty that's around you and, and how you can put that all into your art. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. So for anyone who's listening, who is looking to deepen into self-discovery more, right? From a place mm -hmm. of curiosity and expansive kind of energy rather than, oof, I don't know what I'm going to find here. I'm a little scared. Like, what would you suggest? Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. How did I really tap into it first? Um, it was really about me looking at, as a child, what did I love? What did I always love? Yeah. And where are those things at in my life right now? Are they in my life a little bit? Are they apparent in many areas? So for me, I definitely just love to be creative in a sense of like, I love to draw and to paint and to just be putting my hands into things. So I say start there, start looking back and journaling down like a list of ideas of what you really enjoyed as a kid and see if you're doing any of those things right now, you know, and just ask yourself, what feeds my soul in a sense that it's something that just brings me joy and brings me satisfaction yes. and brings me clarity. Yes. And it doesn't even have to be your career, you know, in a yes. sense, I think a lot of times purpose and career can be very different. And that's what I'm learning too, is that when I was able to discover my purpose a little more clearly, it shifted my views on work too, and how I could add it to my work or how I could shift and change my work a lot more. So I would just say, take that time to think about your childhood self. Cause yes. I think our creativity and just using your imagination is very much childlike yes. in a sense. And, and we lose that when we get older because the world tells us we have to be adults and we have to be a part of the society and we have to do these things. But honestly, sis, the rules are all fake. The rules are all fake. And when I realized that everything that I was taught was made up by somebody else and all the beliefs were held by someone else and then were transformed to me, I said, you know what? What does it look like for me to create my own belief system yes. and to create my own thought patterns? And like, what do I like? What don't I like? What can I release that just doesn't serve me yes. anymore? So doing those things and asking those questions has really helped me to tap into who I am now. Yes. You know, it, it's just realizing that your canvas is yours. Yes, It's completely blank. And you can even you could paint over it as many times as you want you can paint it black you can paint it white you can add watercolor you can add acrylic it's whatever you want it to be and like every single day is me realizing that I can literally do what I want and be comfortable in that and be yes. unapologetic about that yes. you know 
Uh, and this idea of a canvas, too, and you said you can paint it white and start over. A lot of times we feel like we have, I'll speak for myself, right? I told you right at the top of this call that it snowed here in Minneapolis last night. Mm-hmm. And I feel away, okay? And you know what came up? I was like, why did my ancestors bring me back here? Am I really supposed to be here? Da 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 da. da right? And then I realized, Lauren, this is all still on purpose. A, I realize I'm meant to experience a literal winter again because I need to yes. lean so heavily into what that season means to actually mm. complete, A, my book. And, but it's not even yes. about the completion of it. It's about what me investing myself fully into writing it is going to bring to me, right? Yes. And I yes. literally, I know myself, I couldn't write it anywhere else but home because of what this book is going to be. So it's not even That's about the completion. Beautiful. It's about the, the journey of it. And I need the winter. Yeah, it's I, process. You know, like winter is when it looks like nothing is happening, but everything is happening low key. <laughs> yeah. Winter is Ooh. when you turn deeply inward, right? Yes. And like you get quiet, you get still. I need that. I need that energetically. You know, le- this time last year, what was I doing? Boop, 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 boop. Traveling to every city in the country. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Energetically, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But my ego yesterday was like, no, no. (laughs) That that ego, that subconscious will have you really confused. Uh, It will. It will. All the way confused. You're exactly where you're you're meant to be. And then, you know, everything that you said about creating um, your reality, like, I'm realizing I can also reinvent what winter means to me. Right. I don't have to have all of the previous associations that I had about it be true for now. So I can make it this exciting, you know, to me, even though winter is is long here (laughs) and and cold. It's already starting. (laughs) It also is deeply romantic and deeply, you know, the cozy vibes. Right. I got my turtleneck on. I got my my cute little sweatpants on. Like I am calling in pleasure and comfort and nesting. Big Taurus rising energy all winter long. Yes. Claim it. You know, catch me with my instant pot, crock pot, pies. <laughs> I'm getting into baking, right? Like all yes. the things, all the things. So, you know, yes. I say this to also signal as something that I think we all need to remember, which is like you can always reinvent or reimagine something in your life that you have in the past thought always has to look the same, always has to be the same. There is no standard. Throw it out. There is no standard. Try something new. Try something you've never done before, but that you secretly always wanted to do. Like you with the baking, I'm about to go buy some cookbooks because I've been saying that I want to bake and create these beautiful cakes and decorate them all beautifully <laughs> for like the longest time. Girl, we about to be baking and painting together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. But definitely trying those new things also helps into the self-discovery process because you're either going to love it or you're going to be like, you know what? That's not for me either. And that's okay too. At least you tried something new. Like life is meant to be experienced. There's so many things that we can experience. The discovery. There's so many things. It's, it's so infinite. The discovery. Right. The discovery. I'm like really just feeling this discovery on a whole nother level. Cause like, I'm also realizing in this moment, there's this very beautiful and distinct and important difference between discovery. And then, you know, I think about like the colonizers, right? (laughs) So you're not seeking or exploring for the purpose of anything other than the seeking and discovery. So it's not to possess. It's not to attach. No, it's not to land upon a preconceived notion of what you thought it was going to bring you. And that's also sometimes hard for the ego too, right? Mm-hmm. This is very true. So for example, <laughs> I'm on like day five or something of this self-love sadhana that I started um, in community. And it's kundalini ritual every morning. And it's all about expanding your energy into self-love. And Alongside this, I also decided to start doing this new liver detox with these herbs that my friend who's an herbalist sent me. That translates to I'm emotional as hell all the time, right? (laughs) And I've been looking at myself in the mirror like, why are you crying, sis? And it's like, you actually set the intention for both of these things. So what are you really mad about? 
Exactly. Everything you said, Taylor, earlier about learning how you have been conditioned to only kind of embrace the the loving emotions, the happy emotions. That's me all day. Again, we're mirrors, right? So yep. I'm really seeing, oh, beautiful. You set the intention for self-love. You set the intention to allow for these emotions to be purged and released from within your physiological body. Now, how are you loving or not yourself while this is happening? While this is happening, exactly. How are you witnessing it and just letting it letting it flow? Yes, through yes, you, you know. Yes, ooh, you really hit something right there. Yes, what I hit, Taylor. Yes, you hit <laughs> the notes, the notes, <laughs> the C minor. <laughs> you felt it resonate. You felt it. Lauren's gonna be writing music this winter too. Yes. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speak over my life. I can see it. I can see it. Speak over my life. I can see it. I say try whatever you want, y'all. Try whatever you want. So we want to hear from y'all around what you all are discovering about yourselves this season. Yes. So Taylor, how can people stay in touch with you and do you have anything coming up that our community needs to know about? Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is golden time Tay. Golden like the sun, time like a watch, Tay, T-A-Y. Also, you can visit my website, taylorshunter.com. And just be on the lookout for more personal content for me. I've really been enjoying creating for myself lately and and allowing myself to show up as a creative being through my fashion, through my words, through my self-portraits. That's something that I really, really love to do. And y'all should do that for self-discovery purposes. It really helps you see yourself in a different way. So set up your camera, you know, put on that self-timer and just take some photos. It is just, it's been really, really fun for me to see myself in that way. So a lot more personal content for me, you know, um, I have a really cool newsletter called Love Notes where it's just journal entries that I write about. And some of them are kind of raw and vulnerable because they're straight from my journal to the internet and I just wanted to create a place where we could get off Instagram and get off of social media and just have a safe space to communicate to share some things about my life to give some some journal prompts some thought-provoking questions and beautiful photography so you can stay connected with me that way and I would love for people to reach out to me I love to talk and, and meet new people Thank you, Taylor. I know that our community just has gotten their lives from this conversation. I know it's also just beautiful for them to see a little glimpse into someone else who is a part of the magic here at Black Grown Ohm. So thank you for all that you do. Yes, thank you for having me. I affirm that you discover this conversation in divine time and that you'll activate any of the insights that resonated with you powerfully moving forward. Now at Black Girl and Home, we're all about gratitude. So special thanks to our audio engineer, India Jordan, for adding your magic. Khalid B for your original music. And thank you, yes you, for listening. <laughs> Y'all, Black Girl and Home is here for you. We're actively rewriting the narrative of what well-being looks like to ourselves and in our communities. To get more involved and learn more about us, head to blackgirlinohm.com and join our newsletter while you're at it. If you do, you'll get an exclusive and free download of a meditation led by yours truly for Black women and girls everywhere. Are you also deepening into your journey of wholeness and healing with us on social? Follow us at Black Girl in Ohm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. What we're about here is real sustained impact. If you're influenced by something that you heard on our podcast and want to support, you can make a contribution today by heading to blackgirlinohm.com slash support. All right, y'all, breathe easy. 